Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Itraya Podcast. Thank you so much for coming back to listen. Hmm. So we are currently in a very important week to the world and also very important to them that believe Christians. This week we see the last days of Jesus Christ on earth leading to his death and his resurrection where we celebrate Easter on Sunday. So from the last Sunday which was the Palm Sunday we see Jesus's triumphant entry into Jerusalem riding on a donkey and I really love it. Hosanna in the highest, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. Here you see that Jesus Christ is being hailed and praised because he is the king of Israel. But then if you look closely, there are are some people that every time I read the gospel and every time I read the Bible, exactly, they always tend to bother me and these are the Jews like the Pharisees the rulers of the leaders of the religious law like just them this set of people always bother me because they never just believe they never just believe and so I was reading the book of Acts of the Apostles, the last chapter of Acts of the Apostles. And here I see that Paul is being a prisoner. He's, he is a prisoner for believing in Jesus Christ and proclaiming the gospel. And so he is presently in Rome and he is still a prisoner. And then he meets with the Jews that are in Rome to tell them why he is a prisoner and to defend himself basically and so he's telling these Jews that he's been arrested because he believes in Jesus Christ who was raised from the dead by God this that that he was just like telling them the gospels dissecting the um, the gospels relating it to the books of Moses and Um, to the prophets everything that has been said before but still they do not believe they do not believe and then Paul goes ahead to say something that was said through that was said by Isaiah and it is from Isaiah chapter 6 verses 9 to 10 okay verses 9 and 10 it's saying that the Holy Spirit spoke rightly through isaiah the prophet to our father saying go to these people and say hearing you will hear and shall not understand and seeing you will see and not perceive for the hearts of these people have grown dull their ears are hard of hearing and their eyes they have closed lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears lest they should understand with their with their hearts (laughs) and turn so that i should heal them and so paul says after saying this paul tells them therefore let it be known to you that the salvation of god has been sent to the gentiles and they will hear it 
And when he had said these words, the Jews departed and had a great dispute among themselves. This just had me thinking that how can the heart of man be so hardened and repulsive to the word and to the goodness of God? Who, like, it became so religious doctrinal. Like, they, what they had and they were holding was given to them by God, which is the books of Moses, all the laws, and but then they complicated everything. They could not see everything that was said by the prophets before is happening right in front of them. Like, it is happening there. Jesus Christ, the virgin, has given birth to the baby. This baby is the Messiah. He has done miracles. He has done marvelous, wonderful things that has not been seen before. He's a one-of-a-kind prophet. He has done a lot of things. He has helped the people. The prophet still in Isaiah, you can see the prophecies about Jesus being crucified and how he will suffer, how he will be beaten and all of these things. And it has happened by their hands. Like, But still, he has been raised from the dead by God and they do not believe. It bothers me so much because I'm like, why can, how deep can the heart of man get that it will get so hardened that the goodness of God is coming, is coming and it's coming to you, to your heart and, and your heart is rejecting and rejecting it time and time again because you cannot see and you choose not to see. And so it just made me to think that I started to reflect on this and to try to understand that why did they not believe that Jesus is the King of Israel? He is the Messiah that has been promised, a promise that was made years and years ago. And this has come to pass. John the Baptist even came before Jesus. He ushered Jesus in. He proclaimed, like, he said all these things. But still, when John the Baptist was even baptizing people, they still did not believe. They did not go to baptize, um, to get baptized. And so I was looking at how Jesus Christ is. And I was comparing Jesus Christ being a king to how Solomon and David were kings and how they were seen. On Palm Sunday, you version Bible, verse of the day. The verse of the day was um, Jesus' triumphant entry into Jerusalem, where this was in the highest part. That was the verse of the day and so the narrator like the person that explained the verse of the day said something he said that the jews they don't believe that a king can be reduced to the level that jesus christ was reduced to they do not believe that a king can suffer and go through so many things they do not believe that the king of israel can suffer and go through so many things like that like reduce like that because when god talked about the messiah coming what was in their mind was somebody that was oh mighty man a warrior kind of thing with the sword and oh riding on a horse them um, going to save them and um, break into prison save them because they were being oppressed by the romans yes and so he's going to save them and like do all the 
the whole display like that but they did not understand that there is a common enemy which is the devil and that is what jesus christ was coming to save us from the devil from eternal condemnation they did not understand what that saving meant they felt it was just the physical saving what eyes could see but it's deeper than that what we cannot see what we do not even think we are bondage like what what we do not think we are slave to that is what god and jesus christ came to save us from that is what god saved us from and so they did not think it that way and so they did not expect the messiah to come in that way the messiah was born through a virgin mary (laughs) what was born through the virgin mary the virgin mary she did not live in a palace exactly and it was just so simple the Messiah came very simple in a way that they could not point and say, Oh, yeah, it is. It has happened, or it is happening. God just know how to do his things in a way that is perfect and in a way that it will not be disrupted by humans. In in a way that we'll be doing the will of God and we think we are doing our own thing, but God is using you to do the will of God because God used them to do his will. They thought they were so full of hate and they were like condemning Jesus, like killing him, and that's all. That's it. He's he's done done. But they don't know that they were carrying out the will of God for him to suffer all these things and then die and save us through their own hands. And so back to what I was reflecting on on Jesus Christ being different and not seen as a king. He was really different. I was like, okay, let me look at from a human perspective how we expect a king to be how we expect a king to come as just as solomon solomon was so wealthy solomon had a lot of wives and concubines even like okay david too had wives and concubines children lived in the palace plates made of gold and had a lot of like you know all these mice and they are dressed beautifully in robes and all of these things and oh when you look at that you know that yes that is the king that is a king and then you see jesus <laughs> a carpenter son <laughs> and he is also a carpenter and he's just normal when jesus was still he went to the temple and he was just a boy and he was speaking and teaching things and he was talking with so much authority and they were surprised and so jesus was a king and he was adorned in things that we could not see in things that our eyes cannot see that was the beauty that is the beauty of our own king jesus not to say that the um, king david and king solomon it's not true kingship but then when we are so fixated on how we want things to look like on how we want things to be on how we want things to come we miss the point we 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 don't see what god is doing because we are so particular we want to see it in this step want to see it in this way want to see happen in the way we have thought but god just god is not rigid this is one thing i really want christians and be- believers <laughs> Audrey, this is what i really want us to understand god is not rigid 
I know that he has done things before in a pattern. We see patterns in how he has done things. But then I have the understanding that we do not know this God completely because even the one that we he has given us to know said we are still in awe and we are still trying to understand and we are still always like looking at it the simplicity and the complexity just in one and then we are still trying like and then you want to not know him completely Mm-mm, cannot see god finish now at all so hmm, i'm just looking like christ the king is not didn't come as the king that we wanted that they wanted to see and so they rejected him they rejected him even though he came for their hearts he came to free us from the bondage that we could not see the bondage from the enemy the bondage rights that we invited into ourselves from adam and eve he came to cut all that off and to make us right with god and to give us a right standing call us back to be children of god completely in a place that we are going to experience the fullness of god and have a deep relationship with god that is what jesus christ came to do but they thought he was just coming to save them from their current oppressors and then give them their this thing like their levels or something they did not understand the true deep saving the saving that without faith you cannot possess the saving that it's not by paying money or it's not by a physical exchange the saving that is deeper than our own human understanding honestly and so jesus christ a king <laughs> normal <laughs> It wasn't he did not wear robes and all of those king things i can remember when jesus christ was suffering and he was before the council and they were all mocking him and doing all those things they wore him robes since he's the king now so they are now wearing him robes like oh you're a king so we are this he did not wear robes he didn't wear robes he was normal he he lived in the midst of all like of us like he was with the people that were rejected the people that were not seen he saw the people he became us he became you and me he took our place he showed us what leadership truly is that leadership is by serving leadership like even when jesus was talking to his disciples one time and they were arguing of who who will be the greatest or all those kind of things and he told them that the greatest of you is the least among you right now jesus christ came to change our minds our hearts to make us see things truly from how the kingdom of god is and not just how we have made things to be how the world is saying things are like this no he came to give us rest he came to give us peace all for free we did not exchange it for this he gave us freely we accept these things and then we have his life we we have all of his riches and glory like everything he has given to us for free and so this king was (laughs) this king is really different jesus christ the king is a very very different king a king that would take the place of its people a king that suffered instead of his people to suffer a king that died in our place a king that endured all the humiliation all the sufferings all the beatings all the 
everything all the shame everything that they said a king cannot be subjected to he allowed himself to be subjected to it and he allowed himself to fall under the will of the father and take all of these things he allowed himself to suffer in his people's place the love he has for us just took him so much that he cannot even bear to see us going through all those things he said i will go through these things for my people and he did and so now we do not have to suffer we do not have to take the pain he has taken it all he said in his word that by his stripes we are healed we are truly healed we are truly truly healed like if you want to really sit and think about what god what jesus christ has done for you and how he even though we do not deserve it even though there's nothing we can do to get what he has given to us you really understand that god loves us unconditionally he loves us unconditionally and this love is him his love i think on the last episode i talked about love for god and love for one another there's nothing else that god can show us there's no he just loves us so much like we love you so much that where there's hate or bitterness his love will abound in that place so much that it clears up the whole the whole nonsense the whole thing that is not of him his love is so full his love is so much and he has shown us his love by giving us his only son to die for us so every time you're looking at christ jesus christ as a king because he's not just a king that he resurrected he has always been a king right from his birth he has always been a king and so when you just sit just look at christ being that your king the king that you have access to the king that is so mighty but yet is your king like you just imagine you have access to maybe who is big and who will i use as an example for this you have access to them is obama (laughs) obama is your um maybe your in-laws with obama and then (laughs) you can go to the white house you can just see obama anytime that is like jesus christ has died and he has given us so much access like we can sit we have the holy spirit in us we can talk to god about anything and everything we know that we are free we know that no matter what the enemy is trying to put against us or keep in front of us anything at all their reality will be reality (laughs) we know that we are fighting it from a place of victory and we know that this victory is christ and we have christ like tell the enemy it is me that have christ not you it is me that they won for like it is me that this battle has been won for like it is me that has this victory not you and so you're the one that will always feel you're the one who will always feel so i want to encourage us that this whole week that we are looking at the last days of jesus christ we are seeing 
I don't know if you have the you if you don't have the U version Bible app, please get the U version Bible app. The U version Bible app right from Sunday and um, Palm Sunday they've been having um they've been using the best of the days according to Jesus last days and so it has been amazing honestly it's very very interesting so get it so you can follow this journey you can journey with Jesus Christ to his death so you die to yourself and when he is risen and you celebrate Easter you know that it is no longer that old you that is alive it is Jesus Christ that is alive amen so let us journey with Christ to his death and then to his resurrection and so we know that he is alive we are alive in him amen and that is really our reality it is not just what is written that is your reality that is my reality that is the reality of all that come and believe in him so yes this holy week is a very very reflective one and we should know that God is working. Don't make your heart so rigid and your eyes so blind that you want it in a pattern that you're used to or you want to see. There's nothing impossible for God. If you know that, if you understand that and you believe that there's nothing impossible for God, then you know that there's no way that is impossible for God to work. Do not put God in a box. Don't say, okay, because he has worked like this before, so he's going to work like this God can work any way that he wants to work. Yes, he has given us ways in which he does things, ways to learn and all this. But then don't be so fixated on fixated <laughs> on that way that you forget that this God is a God of impossibilities and he can bring new ways, use old ways, do new things repeat things whatever he pleases according to his will he will do it so please let us not hold on to like let us not be like the jews <laughs> how they rejected and their hearts repulsed this thing it's really unfair very very unfair because god has done this good thing for you and for me so do not reject his goodness do not reject what he's doing in the now do not reject what he has done before and what he is continuously doing open your heart to his new things open your heart to the things that he has made you that he has put down for you to know open your heart to know all these things and live freely in it knowing that this god is god and he owns it all and he is able to do anything what we cannot even imagine he is able to do it so yes i pray that this holy week will be a good week for each and every one of us as you listen to this you are moved to learn and to work with jesus throughout these last days of his life and to really reflect on your own life related to him and be so grateful and to have a great heart will be full of so much gratitude to what he has done and to the life that you now have that is abundant and eternal and full hmm. so i'm just going to start by saying thank you jesus thank you god thank you jesus 
have a wonderful holy week and a beautiful easter celebration it's rice <laughs> bye